Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes, people, you're listening to Pundit J Opinionated, and this is my opinion. We've got a juicy one, yeah, so we're going to get into it, yeah. We're talking about youth players and why you might think or might notice your favourite youth player isn't really getting a chance in the first team. And we've all got our favourite youth player, we all have. We all see someone in the under-18s, under-16s, under-21s, whatever, and we're looking at it, we're thinking, rah, this kid's sick, he's got to be making it, that's my guy, boom, boom, boom. We promote the kid to everybody, we buy stocks in him and all that type of stuff. But we have to look at it properly. And we have to look at it systematically, yeah, and break this thing down because some youth play and some youth don't, yeah? And some get a chance and some youth won't. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. Because listen, out here, age is just a number, in it. But there's got to be key factors and elements that have got to gel together for a kid to sustain himself in the first team environment and then stay there and perform consistently. It's important. So I'm going to look at four key elements, in it? And there's more than these four, but we're going to look at these four for now, in it, right? I'm going to look at the pathway. We're going to look at physicality, mentally, and tactically. These four key elements, very, very vital. I'm going to start with physicality. Let's start with physicality, yeah? Because let's get one thing straight from the off. Youth and men's ball are totally different, right? So a youth, a youth player, yeah, has got to be able to sustain what he does at youth, at youth level, at men's level, to even make it in the first team and sustain himself and stay there. Now, your body's still growing, in it? Do you know what I'm saying? So, too much can affect your growing ability. If you've got weak bones, yeah, and you're going up against a right-back that's sturdy, that's 27 years old, and you're 17, 18, he could knock you about the place. He ain't bothered. Do you understand me? That's how it goes. But the manager's got to look at you and look at him and think, okay, is this kid physically able to go out and do what he does? Because we're looking at this youth player in the youth team and he's gliding past this man, gliding past Billy Joe, gliding past Graham, Graham Dunn, all these names that he's gliding past at under 23 level. But when he comes up into the Premier League though, it's different. Is he going past Juan Basako? Is he going past certain right backs in, 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 in the Premier League? Can he give Reese James a torrid time? Can he run faster than Kyle Walker? All these questions, do you understand me? Because listen, in the Premier League, you're playing against top-notch opposition every single week. So your body's got to be able to handle that. Can it handle the knocks by big men weekly? Do you have the talent to escape knocks? Or are you just one of these kids that's always on the ball, looking fancy and all that? But really and truly, as soon as you get a big knock from a big man, you're on the floor and you're complaining because you can't handle it every week. And your body's got to be able to handle that. So there's a lot to consider for the medical team and the manager in looking at you physic physically, whether you can handle this thing. Tiredness plays a part as well. Because the, 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 the work rate that you're doing at under 23 level, under 19s level, when you're playing away at Anfield, playing away at City and you don't have the ball, playing away at all these type of grounds, Brighton even. Do you get me? The ball might be going over you I get, I, I, down at Brentford. You don't know what the, the different environment matters physically. And you've got to be able to handle that as a young player coming into the team. Your body's your tool, isn't it? And you've got to be able to look after that. And it's the manager's duty to take responsibility in helping you look after your tool, not to break you down. That's why a lot of young players come into the game very young, yeah? And then by 26, 27, they're finished, they're done with. Because physically, yeah, they took too much on because the body was had too much stress on it too early all of the time. I even seen Bellingham the other day with them straps on his knees and all that. Do you get me? 
You have to be careful with these things. Too much football sometimes can kill your body, innit? So physically, that's one aspect, that's one element that the manager's got to take into consideration when he looks at his talent and thinks, right, okay, yes, he's physically ready. Not every young player is going to look like Rooney and be, ha have a bodybuilding structure of a Wayne Rooney to be able to handle men's ball. Do you get me? That's why when Phil Foden was in the academy at City, they did a lot of work with him physically because he's got a slim frame. Do you understand me? So behind the scenes, when he's bumping up against company, he has to get used to those type of knocks, innit? So you can't just throw him in straight away because he'll break. And you don't want your young player to break. Do you get me? All right, so the next, the next element I'm going to look at is mentally vital. Very, very, very important. I can't stress this enough. Can he cope mentally? Because there's pressure. Do you understand? You're moving from the youth team where you're the best player to the first team where you actually might be the worst player. Do you understand? I don't mean to say you've not got talent, but you might be the worst amongst the bunch. Do you get me? And like I said at the start, there's always a player ahead of you in the team. And it's your, going to be your job to remove that player, in it. Mentally, that's a challenge, innit? Some players believe they're good enough when they're under 18, under 16, under 18s, under 19s, under 20s, yeah? But as soon as they get to first team level, that confidence might get knocked. Do you understand? So the manager has to be careful. You go into, for example, you go into the team, you might miss a few shots. All of a sudden now, the fans on your back, are you a kid that's easily knocked? The manager will know, the coaching staff will know. He's a com he might be a confidence kid. So all of a sudden, you're going from playing in front of 1,000 people to 80,000 people. It's a big change mentally. Do you understand me? Very, very big change. And some kids will relish it. Some kids will hide. That's just the way it goes. And preseason is always a good little cursor to blood kids because it gives the manager an opportunity to see the kid in a different environment. You've been training around the first team. You're playing in big stadia. There's fans that I don't get to see Man United or Man City every single week. So now they want to see him in their country, whether that's Australia, America or in the Far East. Do you get me? It's a good chance to see how you handle that because you might have all the talent in the world, but if you can't handle everything else mentally, you're going to flop. Do you understand? It's a different... It's a different... Um, I'm going to put it, it's a different notion playing in, playing in the first thing. It's for the youth team. Your teammates are different. Your dressing room's different. Do you understand? Something you might get away with under 23, you might not be able to get away with that in the first team dressing room. Casemiro might pull you to the side. Do you understand me? Gundogan, Kevin De Bruyne might pull you to the side and say, nah, 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 you don't do that here. Do you get me? It's different. Are you going to take on the challenge mentally or are you going to hide from it? And the manager makes that decision. So sometimes your player, favourite player might have talent but doesn't have it mentally mentally because listen in football yeah med the mental side of the game is probably 70 percent 60 percent of what you need talent is 30 40 percent do you understand so that's that is very very important and then mentally ties in with tactically let's have a look at tactics because complex tactics change from the under 23 level to first team level yeah you might be able to skip past tom davis and all that right but can you stop the quarry driving past you do you understand let that sink in. You might have the skill as a 19-year-old in the first team to go past Tom Davis, but can you stop the Corey running past you defensively, right? Because listen, when you watch a young player sometimes on the youth team, you look at him and he looks nice, he's doing all this skill, he's gliding past players, you say, yo, did you see my man? For, like for the un under-21s going past three, man, boom, 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 boom. Can he do that against big men though? In the Premier League each week? And can he also do a defensive job? Because the manager might shout at you and say to you, listen, son, make sure the number eight doesn't go past you on, on your near side. All of a sudden, you skipping past three man in the, in the youth goes out the window. Now you've got to stop a physical specimen. I'm using guys like DeCorey. Can you stop him? Can you stop Joe Linton at full pace? Do you understand me? Or is Joe Linton going to brush you aside, go past you and open opportunities for St. Maximin and Armour to score a goal, which eventually knocks your team out of the cup or knocks, takes away three points. These are the vital decisions a manager's got to make. 
So they can't just throw you in unless these key elements are all together and all gelled. You get me? Because it's complex. It's different. Do you know what I'm saying? Can you can you take on instructions while applying your talent? Can you do that? That's what the manager is going to be asking of you. Because you might have all the talent in the world, but if you don't understand strategy, tactics, do you know what I mean? Formations, positional, because you might have multi-functions to do. Can you do it though while still applying your talent? Because a lot of fans, we'll look at a talent and we just see the talent. Do you understand me? We're not thinking about all the rest of the other stuff that's got to come together. The tactic side of things is very complex and only the best can do it a small percentage. 95% can't and won't. That's why it's very rare you see academy kids staying in the first team environment on a large scale. It's only a minority. Tactics, important. And this can be the, this is the thin line between winning and losing for managers. Do you understand me? So then we go to pathway. Pathway is a vital one. Because more times still, when a player is trying to come through from the academy, he's going to have players ahead of him. And a lot of the time, they are better at the job than they are. They might not have as much talent, but they're better at the all-round job, tactically, mentally, um, strategically. All these type of things, that player might be better than the youth player at. But the, player, the youth player might have a little bit more talent. But like I said before, talent only makes up a certain percentage of it. That's why you still get guys like McTominay playing centre mid for Manchester United. He doesn't have the greatest talent in the world, but he might be good tactically, mentally and physically. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Do you understand me? So if you're, for example, if you're a DM like Romeo Lavia, a lot of people said City shouldn't have got rid of Lavia, boom, 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 but Rodri's in his position. Rodri's in his peak of his powers. He's at a prime age, 26 or something. How's Lavia going to play five games in a row? Unless he removes Rodri, it's not happening. Do you get me? If you're a striker when Aguero was there, you ain't playing up front, lad. You ain't playing. Unless you're better than Aguero. And which manager's going to leave Aguero on the bench to blood your little skinny ass to take City to the title? It's not happening. Do you understand me? It's like Kobe Mayno now at Manchester United. Casemiro's in that position. Eriksen, these are seasoned professionals. He's going to have to buy his time to get that chance and play consistently. Garnacho's got the same problem on the left wing. Is he better than Marcus Rashford right now today? No. Will he play more games than Marcus Rashford today right now? No. Is Garnacho lively? Does he, is he direct? Does he have talent? Does he have panache? Has he got potential? Yes. But something's got to give at some point. It's why Sancho's not even an academy player. But that's why even he's struggling to nail down a final spot. Hence why Tanang's had to move him inside in, 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 into the number 10 and the pockets area. So there's lots of things that come into play when you, in terms of pathway, getting a chance. And listen, make no mistake about it, there's a lot of politics that goes on, especially with contracts. Clubs will play you, yeah, as a young player, bring you into the first team environment because they want you to sign a new contract because they don't really want to lose you. They know you've got some sort of talent, but it might take two years for you to get to your peak before you can enter the first team, but they don't want to lose you now. So they'll say to, oh, do you know what? Yeah, bring him into the first team. Give him a couple of games here and there. Make him feel part of it. Make him feel part of it in inverted comments to get you to sign a contract. And all of a sudden, your perception of a pathway ain't even there. You're back with the reserves or you're back on loan. It happens all the time. That's why agents have got to be very clever and work out what's perception and what's not. Pogba, prime example, Mina Raiola, Manchester United, Alex Ferguson, wanted him to say, starting to sign a new contract. Pogba and Mino didn't see the pathway, so they got off, went to Juventus. Pogba's now a superstar. Do you understand me? Pathways are important for a young player, isn't it? It is. So it's one of them, isn't it? Like sometimes the club will portray something that isn't actually there and the player and his agents and his re re representatives have to know that. But in terms of a player making it in the first thing, that pathway has to be there for the manager to be able to say, yeah, go in there, son, make your mistakes. But guess what? I'm sticking with you. I believe in you. Do you understand me? Because every player makes mistakes whether you're seasoned or a kid, but it's the amount of mistakes you make that matter. And a young player coming into that environment, the manager's got to dictate whether that player he believes is too young or too wild or too raw to go into that particular situation. So they'll put him in, take him out, put him in, take him out, put him in, take him out. That's what you do until the talent matures, isn't it? Do you get me? 
So when we look at it, it's hard for managers to blood while at the same time get results. And it's different coming from an academy straight into the first team than going alone playing professional football every week versus men and then coming back and then going into the first team. It's different. Very different. The Foldens, the, the, the Bakayo Sackers, the Marcus Rashfords, the Mason Greenwoods, they came from the academy straight into the first team. They didn't go out on loans. It's a different thing. You have to respect what they've done their journey. Because remember I told you the four key elements, mentality, tactically, physically, pathway, they all have to gel and make sense for the manager to stick with that player in that environment, that first team environment. Do you get me? So when we look back and we look at, say, for example, the class of 92, that's a phenomenon. We look at the Masia and Pets Barcelona. That's a phenomenon when a good bunch of young players come from the academy and go straight into the first team and able to handle it and deal with it. Even Hansen said at the time, you can't, with anything, you can't win anything with kids. Do you understand me? So to have that phenomenon, a bunch of kids, and to also win at the same time is massive and it's elite. And it's very, very rare because when's the last time United produced a bunch of kids that could do that? When's the last time they even produced an elite player that's been consistent for five years? Hmm. Big silence, isn't it? Right. So that, and that was over 30 years ago. So yeah, you can produce the guys, all Shea, the Fletchers and the Clevers that don't have, enough, don't have, say, the Ronaldo talent or the Rashford talent, level of talent, but they've got everything else. Do you understand me? That makes everything married together. City have had their, have their share of guys, Stevie Island, Michael Johnson. Do you know what I mean? All these guys from back in the day that come into the first team and stuff like that. But how many of them were elite, elite and stay there? It's not easy. Academicers make up probably 1% of main first teamers in general in that club. When they've come through the whole journey from seven, eight years old all the way to the first team. Do you know what I'm saying? So when the, you shouldn't be, shouldn't be also, you shouldn't be that surprised if your favourite youth player isn't always starting because it's not an easy thing to do and it's different blood in a kid um, now and again and different blood in a kid and actually staying with him and then becoming main part of the main first 11 like Rashford and Foden, for example, because Jose blooded guys, he blooded McTominay, Demi Mitchell, Josh Harrop, Joe Pereira. Where where are them, man, now apart from McTominay? Where's where's Mitchell, Harrop, Pereira and Gomez now? Ollie, he blooded Mason, but he also blooded Brandon Williams. Gave, gave, gave games to, to Heath Chong. But where are them man now? Pep, he's done it. Bernabe, Idoze, Egan Ryan, Wilson, Esbrand, Romeo Lavia. Where are they now? Do you get where I'm coming from? In terms of elite teams, winning things, doing stuff as main first team players. But he has got the Foldens, he has got the Lewis, he has got the cut of the Cole Palmer that have managed to come through. When you look at other teams, Klopp, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Who else has Klopp bought from Liverpool's academy into that field and is a main player? Pochettino only did it with one man at Spurs, you know, Harry Winks. From, from Spurs' academy into that first team properly. Because don't say shout out, shout Harry Kane. Because Tim Sherwood put him into the first team. Yes, Pop developed him. But Harry Kane went on loan. Do you understand me? Before he came back. I'm talking about straight from the academy. Do you understand me? You, I, tell, I heard Arsenal fans talking loud to me about Charlie Patino. He's on loan at Blackpool. Yeah? All Arsenal fans were telling me he's the next big thing. He's the next big thing. But he's not playing for Arsenal. Because Arteta saw that all the elements don't gel together. Arteta even said there's too much hype about him, a lot of competition in front of him. He's telling you straight. He blooded that 15-year-old and, and Wari. Where, where's he been since? Do you get what I'm coming from? So we have to take stock of what's really going on. You might look at your favourite youth player and think, yeah, he's got to be playing, he's got to be doing that. Nah, nah. He hasn't got all the four key elements yet to be able to get blooded like that. Do you know what I'm That's why some of them get sold, some of them stay in the reserves, and some of them go on loan. Because it's an elite big business. Someone, some of your favourite youth players are not even here to play first-team football at that club. Because <laughs> what you see as, as a talent is not what the club see. The club see that player as a money-making exercise. You see him as thinking, he should be on our right wing. He should be in the middle of, like, the middle of our part. The club don't see him like that. They, they're seeing, right, listen, we can get 200 grand for him. We can get 2 million for him. We can get 10 million for him. That's, what, that's how they're seeing it. So to put them on loans in the shop window, do you know what I mean? To bump up the price. 
Key example, good example, James Garner, Manchester United. Talented kid, decent enough, technical ability. Went alone to Forest. Do you get me? Did a fantastic loan. Everyone's saying, bring him back, bring him back. We need a midfielder. Do you get me? Comes back. Sold. Forest. Off, off, off you pop some. Everton. Do you get me? That's, that's where he's at now. Do you know what I'm saying? This is what happens sometimes. So your perception and the club's perception totally different. You know, so City make good dough through their youth policy. Chelsea have been doing it for ages. Do you know what I'm saying? It's part of the game. So sometimes it's not easy, people, to just look at a talent and say, oh, he has talent. He's ready. Because guess what? A lot of the times, they ain't ready to do it consistently. Do you understand me? I'm going to say it again. Sometimes it's not as easy to say, oh, he has talent. He's ready. Because a lot of the times, they ain't ready to do it consistently. Do you understand? There's a lot of key factors that have got to come into play. The manager's trust and the manager's coaching ability and the club's belief to be able to put a young player from the academy into the first team and make him sustain it and stay there and produce talent alone isn't enough like i said physicality mentality tactically and the pathway do you know what i'm saying so yeah people that's my opinion on that subject do you know what i'm saying because we all we've all got our favorite youth player do you know what i'm saying but there's a lot of factors that get taken have to get taken into account for that player to bust through like that do you know what i'm saying but listen you've been listening to pundit j opinionated and that was my opinion and i'm on twitter you know at pundit underscore j at p-u-n underscore sorry p-u-n-d-i-t underscore J-A-Y, catch me there, I'm talking United and City and all sorts of topics of football. But yeah, people, listen, until next time, yeah, take care, I'm gone. Sports Social Podcast Network.